I know not nowhere to go. He just hey. made a Boys and Men song sound biblical. <laughs> hey, hi. Welcome to the Pastor and a Rabbi Walk into the Bar. My name is Scott Eastman. I'll be your host today. Joining me today, as always, is my friend Sean Hennessy and my friend Matt Rosenberg. Say hi, fellas. Hello. Hi, fellas. So glad you guys are here. We're uh, re- recording uh, on location in Bellevue, Washington today. Hello. And so it's... Uh, what, what, a, what a beautiful town. My friend Matt, you were telling me that that they refer to Bellevue as the town that Microsoft built. That's true. Microsoft's not too far away. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they own all the buildings here. Wow. And Amazon's taking it over. Right. Mm. They're, they're like Because of the taxes in. in Seattle. Big time. Oh, they're different? The taxes here and the taxes in Seattle? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't it even the same county? Like how were the- Yes. The same county. Same county. King County. Mm. Different city. Interesting. Is King County named after Martin Luther King or just King County? No, but they did add his face. Yeah, I noticed that on a document that I saw. It was already called King County. Huh. And then they added Martin Luther King to it. Interesting. Repurposed the name, if you will. Huh. So, bro, did you know that King County isn't named after Martin Luther King, but they've pilfered his image? Yeah, but now we have to know who it's actually named after. Yeah. That's not our. That's probably a king. That's not probably. But I feel like I mean all the mountains around here. Like you'd think that that's, you know, king makes sense for up here, or the king salmon that are right outside in the waters. There is a movement to change Rainier. I really hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mount Mount Rainier was a slave trader. Be Mount Tacoma, legit captain of a slave boat. That's too bad. Yeah, I mean it's not too bad that they're changing. It's too bad that you know he was (laughs) a schmuck. Clarify. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So the Native American name is Tahoma. Oh. So would it be Tahoma? People, people are trying to get it back. To like I feel Tahoma. like because I was like from Dances with Wolves, right? Didn't like Tatanka. That's Tatanka. Tatanka. <laughs> also, yeah. a mediocre wrestler from the eighties and nineties. Was he really Tatanka? Oh, absolutely. In Bro, the WWE. Have you seen the show Young Rock yet? I haven't, and is it good? It is funny. Is it really? I need to, I didn't know. I was worried about how it would be. His childhood, talking about wrestlers. Was bananas, bro. Like, he he had in his house all the time growing up, Andre Giant, mm-hmm. the Iron Sheik, the Mad Dog. What's that guy's name? Mad Dog Rashad. Mad Dog. Was you talking about the Junkyard Dog? <laughs> junkyard Dog. Yeah, all JYD, baby, with the chain. Junkyard Dog was All of those guys. Because I didn't even know his dad was a wrestler. Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. so his Rocky, dad, Rocky Johnson. But that's where he gets oh. his name from. Huh. And and his grandfather was a wrestler. His grandfather right. was Peter Maivia. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so when he came in, his name was Rocky Maivia. Right. Who were the, the Samoan twins? Who were those guys? They were always in his house, the, too. Yeah, the, the Tongans. Yeah. That's what they were called. Yeah. I was a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, I that guess. I was, uh, you look like a wrestler. Uh, Thank you so much. I take that as a compliment. No, there was a show it wasn't. when I was a kid. Thank you so much. There was a show when I was a kid that was like a cartoon. That was a wrestling cartoon. It was rock and wrestling. You're lying. No, and there was like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, the Iron oh, yeah. Sheik, yeah, 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 Nikolai yeah. Volkov. Yeah. In a cartoon. Cindy Lauper was in it. I mean, it oh, yeah, because right. she was all Cindy with, Lopper. like, what's his name with the rubber band beard? Mm-hmm. Who was yeah. that guy's name? Now she does skin Lou, medication. Lou Albano. Lou Albano. Now she does what? I think it's a skin medication. I think so, too. Commercial? Yeah. Interesting. Proactive? No, no, not like that. Pro- 
I think it's like Wrinkle Be Gone or something like that. <laughs> I mean, she's got to be like 80 no, years old. No, it's a legit medication. Well, she, she was a huge star. Yeah. I mean, girls just want to have fun. Yep. If that song came on right now, we would all bug out. And we're grown men. I would bug out at time after time. I really love time that after time. That is a great song. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And she can't sing, bro. Mm. Nope. She's like, sometimes you think of me. And you're like, bro, is that my grandma? Like, is that Matt Rosenberg? Yeah. <laughs> time after time. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. that I did like that song. When you know she's a bona fide star. <laughs> three grown men. <laughs> Know the words to an 80s yeah. love ballad. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The 80s was great music. It was. Like, really great music. I tried to play 80s music for my kids. My kids are 12 and 15. And I was like, does this sound old to you? Or do you think it sounds like it could have been made today? Oh, no. This is old, 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 old. And I was like, wow. Because some of that, you know, feels like it could still be made today. Some of the U2 stuff, oh, you know, it seems like... Sure. Early you know? YouTube. Yeah, it doesn't feel boy. like. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me of something. The other day, I was listening to Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, right from the Breakfast Club. Don't you and I said, I feel like me. the Simple Minds like was just a, a poor man's U2. Like, it just feels mm. like a U2 song. But then Bobby Coverston, remember Bobby Coverston? He was like, nope, a Simple Minds was first. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think that that's true, but it like even the drums in "Don't You Forget About Me" sounds very U two, sounds very, mm-hmm. and the guitar riffs. Ah, it just feels like a U two. I feel like U 2s first record came out in eighty two. Yeah. So was that Boy War? Yeah, that was a great yeah. record. Yep. Every U two record has a couple really great tracks on it, and then the rest are what I call skip tracks. Mm, yeah. It's like eh, yeah, that's okay. Right. I always feel like that about Hillsong records too when they come out. And then if I listen to them enough, the songs that were skip songs to me become the really good songs. Uh-huh. So yeah. maybe I just didn't give those U2 records enough time, but they were literally records. That's when it was effort. You really didn't like a song to skip a song yeah. on a record. You had to get you up. Know? Yep. Boy, was 1980. Wow. War was 83. That's 41 years ago. Bro, I was in, mm-hmm. I was in Ballymena, Northern Ireland, preaching. This is years ago. And the pastor says to me, you wouldn't have any interest in going to a U2 show tonight, would you? <laughs> in Ireland? In what Belfast. Wow. So we go to this show. That's crazy. Great tickets. Did you have a Guinness also? Um... Not there. I think mm. I had a. I think I had a harp. Uh-huh. Mm. Guinness would be uh-huh. hard to pour in an arena to me, but yeah. maybe <laughs> maybe they could do it. But I think I had a harp, and I w- I was there with a guy named Big John Scott, not Big John Stud. Yeah, that's for a different you guy. WWF fans. His name was Big John Scott, wow, and full he circle he was a campus pastor at Celebration Church in Jacksonville, Florida. So we went, and and he really was Big John Scott. So he had these two like huge American guys coming into this U2 show and it was the most interactive. They had they had this scaffolding with screens on either side of it. And Bono would go up on the scaffolding and as he walked down the scaffolding, the scenes on the screens would change as he walked. And so they had like pictures of him in his childhood bedroom. And so he would sit down on the scaffolding and it would look like he was sitting on his bed in his wow. bedroom. It was, I'd never seen anything like it. The, te- wow. the technology and his voice live to me was better than on the recording. 
It, it was so good. It was such, it was like an, to not sound cliche, it was like an epic yeah. kind of concert. Wow. Yeah, once in a lifetime. Yeah. So I, like I would love to, there's just some bands that I would just love to see. Like I would love to see Bob Seger and I missed it because he was at the Resh hmm. in Green Bay and I didn't know it until after. So that would have been great because that's kind of a small venue. I would love to see James Taylor. Yeah, I saw James Taylor. I would see James Taylor yeah. anywhere. And Bob Seger's a Detroit guy, right? He is, yeah. Yeah. Legendary classic he, rock. I mean, he hasn't had, I don't think he's had a record since 85. Sometimes right? I feel like I get Bob Seger and Steve Miller mixed up. Mm. I'm a little insulted by that. Yeah, that's okay. Steve Miller's kitschy to me. Oh, interesting. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Talk about making a living off one song, though. I mean, what are the Was there really nothing else? Off that song. No, he had some other songs, but yeah. Yo, Seeger had some hits, though, bro. Night moves like a rock. I mean, he has that the one song with the the sax comes in at the beginning. Da 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 da. Kenny G. On Lonesome Highway, <laughs> East of Omaha. Man, I'm, that's a jam. I don't, hmm. I don't care who you are or where you come from. You hear that song a couple times, that'll set your spirit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was never much of a fan of either. So I'm sorry that Did I offended you. Ever hear, you ever hear Jim Gaffigan's bit about being in Ireland? <laughs> no. And, and, the, uh, and he says, the guy says to him, uh, he says, yeah, there's a, the concert. Uh, have you, have you, you want me to play some music? And he's like, sure. He's like, this is Billy Yoel. <laughs> and he goes, Billy Yoel? Who's Billy Yoel? <laughs> he does this whole bit. And they were like, who's Billy Yoel? <laughs> oh, Billy Joel. It's oh a really funny, it's a really funny bit. Do Irish people not pronounce their J's? I, I feel like they yeah, weird. do. I don't know. Huh. Oh, sorry. That's Joel. <laughs> That's another that makes guy more I would sense. like to see in concert. <laughs> I totally ruined it. You're right. Yeah, that would have been a much Why, Just look up Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> right. Billy Joel. Right. That makes more sense. So like if he was in Sorry. Israel. I went right. Hebrew. In, right. yeah, in yeah. Hebrew, you yeah. don't say J. Yeah, if he right. plays Jerusalem. That's why Jehovah's Yeah, that's a funnier bit. God. Yeah. But that's another issue. <laughs> anyway. There's no, there's no J in Hebrew. We've right. never really done our bro did you know. Do you have a bro did you know to start off the show? Yeah, well, I thought you you kind of weaved it in. No, I was just kidding about that one. What was that one I just kidded in? Okay, did, bro, did you know that Napoleon wasn't that short? Say more words. He okay, so technically he's short. He's five foot six. That's pretty short. Which is an inch taller than me. But <laughs> case in point. But he at that time he was the above average height of a Frenchman. So then just the French people are short? Yes. At that time, we're talking, you know, 1700s. That sounds like a hashtag waiting to happen. <laughs> Which, what, what, what hashtag? What's the hashtag? That you just made a, a huge sweeping statement about French people. No, in the 1700s, the average Frenchman was shorter than five foot six. But I feel like in the 1700s, we were all shorter. I feel like you would have been tall in the 1700s. I mean, Jews are always short, bro. We've been short Is that true? since the beginning. Yeah. That's why we made Saul King in the Bible, because he was a head taller than everyone else. So you're else. saying that... So <laughs> they, you're they saying... They were literally like, he should be king. Because <laughs> he's tall. Because he's tall. <laughs> so you're saying Napoleon yeah. was the big John stud of his day. 
Totally. For, for, for French. For the for French. For the French. I will say, even though you just mentioned your height, which I'll, I'll let that dangle there. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I will say that your, your pants look... At my look height, fa- you can't your, dangle. Listen, your pants look fantastic. I know <laughs> well, that we you. can't see that. Yeah, they're super dark. They're, they're like, like girlfriend like jeans. The, brands, the brand ambassador for that one brand that That's makes right. jeans for short The dudes. company's literally called Under 510. Yep. And they look wow. fantastic. Which I am, you know, five inches under, but... Yeah, you don't huh. have to get them uh, uh, altered. Yeah, because that never goes I got a 26, well. Twenty six. I got a twenty six inch. Twenty six. Beautiful. You need to be like wear husky boy clothes. That's the problem <laughs> when I shop at Target and Old Navy, the lowest they got is thirty. Right. And husky. They, and they like boy they like, clothes. They like go over my shoes. You know, right. it's like this giant fold all the time in my pants. Yeah, like a Dr. Seuss character where you, you just did. put a big cuff yeah, on Yeah, which I am a Dr. Seuss character, basically. Yeah. But <laughs> He's also got this big grease stain on his sweatshirt. Did you see that? I do. He like walked his sleep. I don't know. Like he was eating like a greasy sandwich. He must have had a, a, a slice of pizza before we came this morning. <laughs> he had it folded in half like a true New Yorker. Yeah. You can't real. find that kind of pizza here, bro. Never. Really? Mm-hmm. No. No. Sad world. That's too bad. Yep. My huh. kids actually really like mod pizza, though. There's one right is, here. Isn't just oh, just here, up the road. I think it's terrible. That's oh. terrible. Is it? Oh, my gosh. I went, sorry, the best pizza, listening. no offense to you New Yorkers, but if you're ever in Windsor, Canada. Stop yourself. I'm telling you. That's disrespectful. This, this, they call it Windsor pizza. It's, yeah, because every time people think, why do I want to go to Windsor? The pizza. And Isn't it all just Canadian bacon and pineapple if oh, you get no. a pizza in Canada? I'm telling you. Canada? It's, it's a they, Gross. The guy who kind of started the movement is Sicilian. It's oh. something in the sauce. Mm. I, I'm being legit. It's like yeah. it's, it's probably Canadian bacon. It's thin. You know, Canadian bacon over here isn't Canadian. It's just ham. Oh, real Canadian bacon is what you call pimeo bacon. I wouldn't know, bro. Have you heard of pimeo bacon? No. Look it up online. It's so, fantastic. It has like a like a crust. Kind of like a cornmeal crust on it. It is can, real Canadian bacon will make you knock your teeth out with your tongue. If you go to the store to get some bacon in Canada, what are you picking up? They have normal bacon and then they also have pea meal bacon. They don't call it Canadian bacon. Okay. It's pea meal. I don't know how you spell it, but it's pea meal. And right. You just cook it in a pan. Right. Like French fries aren't called French fries in France. <laughs> They're called American fries. Do you remember that? They're called victory fries, bro. <laughs> yeah. called victory fries. What do you call a Big Mac? And call it a Mac a Royale. A Royale with cheese. cheese. <laughs> you call it a, a Napoleon Mac because apparently he was so big. <laughs> he was ginormous. <laughs> Above average for a Frenchman in his day. He was the minute bowl of war. <laughs> <laughs> I did just read something about uh, Napoleon. that guy Taco? Oh my gosh! If you're blue and you don't know Taco's where to go the to, tallest guy in the NBA was he's seven five. Where fashion? He's sits. seven foot five. Putting, Putting on, on the Ritz. <laughs> yes, his name it's was Taco too. Huge. Oh, so that's no, why I was it, wasn't. it was. That was a great video. <laughs> it was, and he kind of sang like yeah. Putting on the Ritz. Got a cane? <laughs> he did that oh, thing. Yeah, for cane. sure he yeah. did the cane thing. Straw for hat. sure. Yeah. Um, my son, who's uh, 17, was just introduced to the movie Top Gun. <gasps> wow. Mm. And him and Sonny watched it together. So and, good. Uh, she sent me a- They're making a, another one. I know. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And Val Kilmer's in it, but he, he's- uh, 
80 pounds overweight. He's worse for the wear. Yeah. Is, is Goose going to be But he got it? sick. He was sick. He's not just didn't just let himself go. He got sick. There was something I don't know. with him. His face is red and puffy. I can tell you yeah. that. He looks like he got is stung. Go- is Goose going to be in the bee. second one? No, Goose is dead, oh, Goose bro. Goose is dead, bro. His son's in it. Goose's son? Thing. I think I think like Tom Cruise is- uh, I knew he was dead. That's Ma- Maverick was. is like an, okay. like an officer or something, like a lieutenant commander now. Yeah, I, I think see. he's the instructor. Super excited about it. But she put me on a group text- with Isaiah, a picture of them watching the show. And my response was, you guys are on the highway to the danger zone. <laughs> and Isaiah didn't get it. No. Oh, that's too bad. But when he did text me, he said, bro, the girl in that movie. Mm. And that's all he said. Really? It's, it's en- he just like enough for him. That was an, like you could, Kelly, like to uh, him, you Kelly. could take it either way. Kelly. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kapowski. Nope. <laughs> it's not Preston. It's not Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Kelly, I'll Kelly think of it. Because she was also in Witness. Saved by the bell. In really? fact, she gets naked in Witness. So don't uh, let him watch that if he's got a thing for her. Oh, dear. Right? Because she's he, like an Amish woman. That's Witness Harrison, was a great movie. Harrison Ford, yeah. Goes to investigate murders or yeah. something like that. Speaking of Amish Wait, women. one of the guys in my congregation is a retired Air Force colonel. And... Uh, he had, when they were making that movie, or maybe soon after. Witness? Tom Cruise came. Oh, you Top mean? Gun. Top okay. Gun. Tom Cruise came to the base that he was at to, like, you know, hang out and meet everybody and, and get, you know, uh, uh, get to fly and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, he was hanging out with them and he was like, what do you guys need? And one of the guys jokingly said... We'd love a new popcorn maker. And that was it. Moved on. Like two months later, they get this giant crate to the base. And it's this like gigantic, uh, like old fashioned movie theater popcorn That's maker. That's super cool. It is cool. For the base. And it was just like to the guys, Tom Cruise. Wow. And he was like, you know. Yeah. He's a legit guy. Yeah. We're kind of going back now and watching some old movies though, but yeah. like not super old, but like now he wants to watch the Mission Impossible movies, yeah. which are all so I good. I feel like those are all so good. They're all really yeah. good. And they could all stand on their own yep. for sure. But feel, yep. rather than doing the Mission Impossible though, <laughs> we got caught in the labyrinth of the Jason Bourne movies. Oh, oh those are great. So good. They are Yeah, watch the first one again. We've I, only watched the first one. I just watched A Few Good Men with my daughter. Oh, stop it. Because that's the movie, man. Right? It is a great movie. Oh, my gosh. So good. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. What I want from you is I want you to stand there in that bleepity white uniform and just extend me a little respect. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Come on. So good. Oh, Nicholson's so good. Like We quote that movie in my house. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, good tip. We say that a lot. Because she said, wear matching socks tomorrow. He's like, okay, good tip. Like, I just love every part of that. Can you imagine if rather than Jack Nicholson, they would have used Joe Pesci? (laughs) <laughs> yeah different movie altogether hey forget about it because i just i just watched goodfellas mm. on the on a flight here like oh a couple of weeks ago again that movie's crazy and, oh my gosh i'm going back and watching some old movies that i go like oh this weekend you know what i watched that was so Wait, incredible that scene in goodfellas when they're in the bar and and ray Liotta makes a joke oh yeah and they Wait, all laugh. Clown? funny funny funny, like, funny how do you laugh and then he just my clown and, to you and he's like gonna kill him and then he yeah. goes i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah the whole, then they all laugh and he's like, and they're waiting for him to be like, <laughs> yes. are, were you really kidding? <laughs> yeah. It's so scary, no, I, dude. I just, I just actually what am I, what am watched I a thing about you? that, that that whole scene 
was not in the script. That whole screen was impromptu. That whole scene was impromptu. Uh, wow. And it's like the most legendary yeah. scene in the whole what movie. I, what am I yeah. here to amuse you? Yeah. What am I funny? Am I clown to you? funny like a clown? Ha ha. Make you laugh. I'm here <laughs> and to- he was like, I was just kidding. I, I was just kidding. <laughs> Joe Pesci kind of reminds me of my older brother, Kevin, who he's like, he's that guy. He's the guy. He's like holds court everywhere that he is. Tell the best stories. Really? In that Goodfellas movie, all Pesci does is tell awesome stories. Just people are like, drawn to his stories and everybody's laughing how about when he shoots the server kid i'm like bro all that kid did it i always think about the pen in the phone booth or something isn't he doesn't he like go at a guy in a phone booth with a pen and he's just like stabbing him in the neck with a pen doesn't pesci do that in that movie like i remember that Mm, i feel like that was from your past no it's not from my past (laughs) i'm gonna look that up but first i want to answer this question let me just tell you the movie that i watched this weekend that it's super good was the book of eli Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. I love and it, that like, movie. It's one of those movies that I've seen, it, I've seen it before, but it's so good that it felt like I'd never seen it before. It's so good. So your question. So you just said something just now about how Pesha reminds you of your friend Kevin or your brother Kevin. Yeah. About how Kevin holds court. It seems to me, like knowing you, how I know you, I'm shocked to learn that you're not the alpha in your family. Like I'm well, shocked. I'm the baby, so. Yeah, but still. Baby alpha. Yeah. I think we're... I think we're all the alpha in my family, honestly. Yeah. I think mm. That's probably why he's the alpha everywhere else. That could be. <laughs> he is the alpha everywhere else. <laughs> but I'm he's, he's, he's making up for it. He's like a he's bad sacrilegious joke right there. Yeah. But the, the but look, look, on a serious note though, like the Pesci <laughs> thing, like like watching him in that movie and how like the minute he start telling the story, I'm watching that movie. This is gonna sound so sacrilegious. But I was watching Pesci and Goodfellas and I go, I bet you that's what Jesus was like, bro. <laughs> Like he just started telling the stories and totally. the people were like cracking up and they're like, this guy, <laughs> forget right. about it. And then he'd read their hearts and, right? like and they'd freak like, them out. And Jesus would look at them. How could you know that? Jesus uh, would look at me and go, what am I funny to you? What am I? Uh, what am I do I amuse you? Here, what am I here to save your soul? Is that what, <laughs> yeah, what am I? What do you think I'm here to die on the cross for your sins? What do you think this is? <laughs> But like the people are just drawn to it, right? Like when, when you get around a really great storyteller, like a, like a Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Like can you imagine Jim Gaffigan, like Billy Joel. just hanging out? <laughs> like does he only have, is he only good on stage? Yeah, is he Jim just Gaffigan funny at his house? Or, yeah, he's yeah. probably not funny at all. Everywhere, because like, you know, uh, oh, who's the comedian that I really love right now? And Sonny, Sonny that Sonny Italian guy that you told Italian me to listen guy. to that way. Yeah, oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. That's it. <laughs> That dude is funny, funny everywhere because he lives his life on Instagram. So yeah. I follow him on Instagram. I, I listen to his, it's him and another dude have a podcast. It's the only podcast I really listen to. I don't, I really post, I don't now, get it. His Instagram post. Is it over your head? <laughs> it wouldn't have been during I, the French Revolution. In the 1700s, <laughs> excuse me. In the 1700s in France, I'm, I'm still short. I would have been the second tallest dude. That's right. <laughs> right Napoleon. under Napoleon. <laughs> also, back to Tom Cruise for a second. My mom told I was in college, I was dating a girl that was taller than me, and my mom sent me pictures of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. And she was oh, like, it's hello. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, though, She's from tall. like. Far and away, or Tom from- Tom Cruise is only five foot seven. I want to talk about Nicole Kidman. She's probably 5'10". Right. Yeah. I want to talk about how tall she is. But like okay. when that far and away phase, so good. that red hair was curly. Far and then and like away. something happened. Like we're, I you're said like, that Dah. after we watched A Few Good Men, I said to my daughter, we got to watch Far and Away. Yeah. Sonny just watched Far and Away this weekend. I love huh. that what, movie. It's with like a resurgence yeah. or something. I love Weird. that movie. 
No. I really like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise, but I will say this yeah. about Nicole Kidman. I just watched the show on- He's my Hollywood Is it on crush, Apple TV really? with Hugh Grant and her? Yeah, I stopped watching. She, she's had- She's had facial surgery. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was the, like sad to me. Yeah, like her and Meg Ryan. Big Little Lies was you know, good though. Did you see that? Did not see that. It's really good. Big Little it? Lies. Was... It's very good. Mm. Mm. I yeah. mean, it's no Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai, never die. Bro, I'm, I'm caught <laughs> up on Cobra Kai. I'm three Ooh. seasons in. Bro. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen season three I'm ready yet. for season four to come out. I need mm. to know what happens. I was going to tell you before we started the Will show. Will Smith, by the way. <laughs> Will Smith produces that show. I didn't know that. Uh, uh. Yeah. I feel like every Will Smith has uh-huh, those two things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just watched I Am Legend as well. That's good movie. That was a creepy movie. Oh, love that movie. And I watched the, the not The Pursuit of Happiness, uh, the one where he- It's got happiness in it. No, where he, in, he oh. encounters the, the three people that are love, time, Oh, yeah, yeah. That was death. a weird movie. That was an- Awesome like one of his movie. earliest movies? No, 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 so no good, it wasn't bro. that long ago. It was Ed Norton was in it, who I love. Ed mm. Norton, bro. Fight Club. And then the girl from Rounders. the girl from the Titanic. Oh yeah, Kate Winslet. She, she's in it. There's a lot of famous people. The the lady who was the queen. That was a weird movie though. That's oh yeah, it, she's from Broadchurch. She's fantastic, by the way. Collateral Beauty. Collateral. Beauty. I did not see that movie. Yeah, that's Wonderful a weird movie. film, really. Yeah, Matt's off base. I didn't like it. Wonderful film. You would like it because you appreciate What's your favorite Will quality. Smith movie? I'm going to go, this could be surprising to you. I really like Hitch. I think Hitch is Hitch a fantastic movie. Hitch is a movie. great movie. Yeah. Hitch is like watching me and Alan Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. You I'm see the him? Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. he, totally made, <laughs> he totally made fun of himself recently on uh, on Instagram. He's got a new thing on, on the amendments, the 14th Amendment on Netflix. Yeah. And he did a thing on Instagram because it has uh, like 100% on, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. And it, on his Instagram, he dropped like, it's, it's such a high rating, it's better than some of my movies. And then he showed the rating for Wild Wild West. It's like 17%. Yeah. The movie movie that he picked over the Matrix. Terrible. That's the oopsie. That almost ruined his career. They did remind me. Bad Boy movies. He was in that one movie where he was like a. Men in Black is. He was like a like a like a like a mechanical engineer or some kind of engineer, and he like he's married to what's her name? Dang it. Anyway, he he gets planted with like a It's a good story. Dang it. That's how you tell a great story. Shut up. I hate you guys. It's not iRobot, is it? And no. I'm going to find it. Enemy of the it. State? Enemy of the State. Oh, that's a great movie. With yeah. Gene Hackman, bro. Gene Anything Hackman. with Gene Hackman's good. Right. And, so she's married, good. and he's married to like that girl. She was just in like the movie on HBO where she's like a masked adventure. iRobot was okay. I really liked Hancock. Oh, yeah. That was good, too. Where he's he's like a superhero that likes not to come down and punch nice. the concrete. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, the scene with Joe Pesci where he stabs a guy in the neck with a pen actually yeah. is Casino, which is the same ah. sort of you know genre. Yeah, it's like Goodfellas. Yeah, part I also like The Irishman. Did you guys like The Irishman? I did on like Netflix? The Irishman. Yeah, and I just show. watched The Departed. It's too again. long. The Departed's awesome. Mm, yeah. We also just watched Inception at my house. Yeah, yeah so good. good flick. Mm. I couldn't yeah. get into. Ten- did you see Tenant? Yeah, no, I like one? Tenant. You have to watch it more than once. Now that guy is Denzel's son. Yeah. Which you and don't are, know until. And when there you, are moments in he, that movie where he. Is that the guy from Ballers? Yeah. He looks and sounds like Denzel. Like Just there's like a, him. There's a couple moments where it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because I've seen him in other stuff and I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. 
like think he was like that yeah, yeah, but then that. the minute that I heard I it, like him a lot I didn't I don't know those movies are tough for me I have a hard time with uh, who makes those movies what's his name director Nolan Christopher Nolan oh Christopher oh. Nolan yeah he's got he his movies confuse movies, me other than sure. Batman yeah, because he did Interstellar as well, I'm pretty those. sure, which is a great movie. Yeah. Ugh, hated that movie. See, we, we can't definitely not go to the movies together. Matthew yeah. McConaughey? Anything with Matthew McConaughey. That's for that's, real. I love Matthew I McConaughey. I do like And his book is like phenomenal. Matthew is it? McConaughey. His I mean, new book? It's not as good as uh, Jesus Never Said Anything New. Yes. I don't know that book. What's that book? It's written by Some a really short, short Jewish guy, guy out of it. Seattle. They're all short. Jewish guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah Hashtag... Which, by the way, in the last NBA draft, there's an Israeli kid. There is not. Yep. I mean, he's in the NBA now. Is his name Muggsy Bogues? Uh, no, he's tall, but he's also he's Israeli and like and like Slovakian. Oh wow! How tall is and I, he? I think that's where his height comes from. Gotcha. Feels like the lead into a joke. He's tall. How tall is he? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's so tall that <laughs> isn't Wonder Woman Israeli taller than an average Frenchman in the 1700s. Isn't what's her name for Wonder Woman? Isn't she? Yes, Israeli. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's got to be tall. She looks tall. She looks like she's five foot ten. Yeah, taller than Napoleon. That movie was terrible, by the way. The first one. The, the second first one? Wonder Woman was great. Yeah. The, the last one was... Like in the 80s? Whenever. Left Wanting. Yeah. Typically, yeah. if it's a superhero movie, I don't watch it, bro. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. None? Well, I didn't, I didn't Did like... Did you watch WandaVision? No. Oh, my I'm, God. Just shut up. Don't say anything about it. Like, I've got two more episodes left. It's uh, too late. The only superhero movie... Too late. ...that I watched <laughs> that I... Th I mean, I like the Batman movies, but they're not... Yeah, those are Nolan movies. Yeah, so that's I really different. like those. Or do you mean uh, Michael Keaton's Batman? Oh, I like all of them, actually. Yeah. I even like the one with Arnold in it. Who's George Clooney? No. Yeah, with George Clooney yeah. with his nipples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. The bat nipples. It, in my humble opinion, I think Christian Bale's the best Batman. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't really like Affleck as Batman. Affleck. Yeah, I don't really. Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Ben Affleck in The Accountant, though. Oh, great yes. film! Fantastic film. I liked him in uh, Argo. Argo was good. The yep. Way Back is a good film, too. It's his newest one where he's yep. a basketball coach. Yep. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like rated R. Oh, yeah. He it's like a, a rated lot. R. Yeah. Like, Hoosiers. feel good. Feel good. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like a rated R Disney movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's Speaking like of the, the miracle, but rated R. <laughs> right. Rated R. Right. Ted, rated R. Right. <laughs> I was just speaking of basketball. I just uh, watched the latest season of Last Chance. You I haven't seen it. Don't wreck it. Don't say anything. It's don't about basketball. End it there. And the whole, it ends the same way as Wandavision. And the whole thing right there, bro. <laughs> anyway, because I, I like really that series. Watch I, I like, like that, that series a lot. What I was gonna say about superhero movies is I really like the Doctor Strange movie. So oh, good. Really like that movie. That's weird. But I That's really the like only that, one. Yeah, I really like that dude though. I like the Benedict guy. Cumberbatch. I really like him, bro. He's and, good in everything. And I read also. the book. I read the book that he kind of the had Strange read about. Book? No, he had like read this physics book about. <laughs> To get into the role. Oh. I would kind of dig physics. So. Oh, that's fascinating. Kind of a weird thing for me, but. Mm. I liked him in that one where he was like, he, he helped the code, like batch. the Nazi, like. Yeah, that was really thing. good. He that was really good. Really but then he was gay and then they found I was gay and then that would prove to be a problem for him. And like, right. I loved all He's of that. He's also Smaug in the he is Hobbit. Smaug. The dragon. I didn't see those movies. What? 
I don't have three hours to invest in a movie, bro. Uh, when it's a three-hour movie, well, I'm done after two. Like, I'll take like, a nap right That's why I like the Irishman. Hours. I was like, bro, really? With the Irishman? Can we just get on with it? Are we? Is this in real time? I could, <laughs> I could watch all... Okay, so check this out. Back when the first event... Before the first Avengers came out, there were five movies that led up to the Avengers, right? Iron Man and Hulk and, like, five movies that led up to the Avengers. So I spent, my wife for my birthday got me a $40 ticket and I watched all six movies in a row by myself in the theater. I had to leave twice to sneak food from the mall back into the theater and I put a slice of pizza in my pocket. True New Yorker. Uh, that's probably that's, the hoodie they had on. And the Avengers came out at midnight. Oh my gosh, bro. So you watch that all and then you watch the Avengers at midnight? Yes. Holy crap. Six movies in a row in the theater by myself. That's either wow. awesome or sad. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. It depends on what the room the room of people you're in. Back when movie theaters were open. I think they're reopened. Friday's they? my day off. I typically see a movie by myself every Friday. That's good for your soul though. Yeah. I, I when we had movies, I would do that. Sour once a week. Patch Kids. No, it's just a bucket of popcorn. I bought that. Movie. I bought that membership, the movie pass. Yeah, yeah. I never used it. Hmm. I, I used thought it. I'm, I thought I'm gonna definitely use this. I'm yeah. the reason why they had to close. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I, just I saw every there. movie like four times, and then they kept changing the rules, right? Because they, they were like, "Well, now you can't you can't see the same movie twice after I already seen like eight movies six times," and then uh, and then it. You know, they just kept changing. They had to keep changing it because people like me were taking advantage of their crazy rules. Hmm. Wow. Didn't make it. I want to go back real quick to something that you had said earlier. You talked about how you felt like Jesus might be a lot more like Jim Gaffigan than he was like, I don't know, whoever else, right? Joe Pesci? Joe, no, probably not. Stick right. in the mud. It says, uh, before, we, um, before we started uh, this episode, we were downstairs getting some coffee and we're walking through the lobby and... You know, Sean's over here. He's not from here. You know, <laughs> right? And he, everyone's waving to Sean. Everyone's saying hi to Sean. Everyone, like, just everyone knows Sean, right? You know, and so, like, I feel like <clears throat> sometimes when we think about who Jesus was, hmm. we think that n- no one knew him, or the only people they, he was only known because he was famous, not because he was loving, or that he loved, or that he was loved. That I mean, like, he was fun. Like, I think we think that he was just famous because he healed people or raised people from the dead or fed people fish and loaves, right? Mm -hmm. And so it seems like a sudden turn, but I just... Sounds like a good name for a restaurant too, Fish and Loaves. Fish and Loaves. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I feel like you should just stick to the rabbi thing. Seafood. Yeah. Oh, I went to Duke's Seafood. It was just okay. Mm. It's a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. My point is, is that you know, we spent the first half hour of our conversation today just talking about movies, right? right? Because that's something that we share. You know, it's a it's an interest and in a thing that we share in TV. And so, but I feel like, like that's a lot of the time that Jesus spent with his guys too, right? They just, they talked about that one time that Peter, you know, did this really stupid thing or this one time that Bartholomew did, you know, walked in on somebody's something, right? Like they just, Fire. they would, right. I feel like they would cut up all the time. Yeah. And we don't think of Jesus that way. 
And so when we think about, I've got to go to church, well, Jesus is super holy. I got to be super quiet. I have to bow to him. I have to, and not that these things aren't important, but that's, it's a barrier for a lot of people. Like, to, like he's unapproachable. Yeah. Like I'm not good enough to be by him. I look at the people around me and they're all better than I am. And so I was just thinking about that as we were talking and just, just talking yeah. like as people. And he was like a person. He was just a dude, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, I just thought of that when I was thinking about it. But also not just a dude. Well, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's always, you always got to like be a little prickler about stuff. I didn't know no, why I, I said little No, I think the prickler. point was, I don't know <laughs> wow. if it was. Or why you, you, prickler. Why are you calling him a prick? That's No, so, I didn't say prick. Prickler? Yeah, I prickler. Know what that means. Wow. Yes, you do. I Shut feel up. where you're going though. Matt's going to get next, religious right next now. Next week. Because yeah, he's both a God and a man. Like I totally, that, like I, I know that, bro. No, 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 no. I wasn't doing the God man thing actually. I was saying, I think he. He wasn't standoffish for sure. Like there was nothing. He didn't turn people away, right? He wasn't like you don't see any point in in the gospels where where he's like, "Sorry, I don't have time for you." Except for the one time he compares Gentiles to dogs, which is an interesting thing. But easy now. Uh, so it just only shows up one time in the Bible. They can't find it in any other place, yeah. and so no, that's that's <laughs> legit. That's a whole other conversation. But um, yeah, but I think the response of people. There's a difference between the response of leaders and the response of the people. And several times in the Gospels, the response is, he doesn't speak like anyone else. And the issue comes down to authority, right? That's in New York, the way you authority. guys say is authority. Authority. Yeah. The, but, but he spoke with authority, meaning, you know, A.W. Tozer said it like, uh, Jesus never uttered opinions. Yeah. Right, where with rabbis and pastors, you have opinions, right? We can have a, an argument between the three of us over a theological issue, and we all have opinions on what we think it might mean. Jesus steps into the conversation and just says, Let me tell you what I meant when I wrote it. Yeah. Which is like a, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you know, when Moses met with God face to face, that it was me. Yeah. And they're like, In uh, the beginning. <laughs> you know, like, I think he carried. The way he carried himself was with love and compassion and kindness, but he was also God. So yeah. and, th- and that's why... He operated with authority that didn't, like, people didn't walk away from him going, man, that guy doesn't have time for me. They just walked away going, who was that guy? Mm-hmm. Like, there was... A, like, people, people. But didn't, yeah. like, religious people be like, you can't talk that way? Isn't that why he kept getting into trouble? No, I mean, religious is a funny thing, right? Relig- religion and Judaism is a positive thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, trying, yeah. to, I'm not Re- trying to pick religion a fight. Religion and Hashtag. religious for Christians is a negative thing. Um, he, they're all religious because they all observe Judaism. The leaders, Jesus, the people, the disciples, they're all religious because they all follow something. They all observe um, Jewish practice. Um, the people who were upset at him were the people that added their own man-made rules that he broke. Like, he never breaks his own. If God gives a commandment, Jesus can't break the commandment because that would make him a sinner. I feel like this was in your book. Yeah. Jesus never said anything new. Totally. You can find it on Amazon. Yes. 
Just look up Matt Rosenberg yeah. and then you'll find it there. Yeah. But I feel like you covered this in there because you talk yeah. about how, when we talk about like the Sabbath, yeah. like, yeah, the Sabbath is a thing. But then yeah. like, in order to make sure we protect the Sabbath, yeah. man put a bunch of extra rules yep. around it, extra fences, extra boundaries to make yep. sure that if you get to this level, you're getting really close to breaking this rule and then you're getting even closer and you're getting even closer. Right. And so the, he was breaking their fenced rules, his concentric yeah, and what happens is people that don't read the Bible, not as a judgment on people, but just people who don't read the Bible, typically the rules they know are the rules that were added by people and that they were told by a pastor or a rabbi or a priest that it's in the Bible. And the things that make people upset of like, well, I mean, if you you know keep all commandments, does that mean you mix fabrics? Well, what do you know about that verse? People are like, I, I don't know. I just heard the, the Torah says you're not allowed to mix fabrics. Yeah, it doesn't really say that. Well, what is it? You know, so the things that actually make people upset about um, any set of rules are generally not the actual commandments that God gave people. They're the things that, that men made up and told people God said. And we should rightly, like, all be mad about that. Because we all do it. We all add our own rules to all kinds of things and then tell people they're sinning if they don't do it the way I say to do it. So if there's, if there's people that, you know, have given up on going to church or pursuing faith because yeah. they're just like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to be able to meet all these. Yeah. Like, what do we tell them? Like, Well, the way, the way Andy Stanley said it in a sermon was, uh, was, and he uses the word religious in the same sense, but he says religious people say, uh, change and you can join us. Jesus says, join us and you will change. Mm -hmm. It's just a flip of, there's no entrance fee, right? There's no like, you don't have to put $5 to get in and then buy your drinks. Like it, it, it and I think the man-made rules come down to, I need you to be more like me before I let you in here. Yeah. And and Jesus doesn't operate that that way, and neither should we. I like it. <laughs> yeah i I just feel like there's a lot of people that <clears throat> you know won't come back because they don't want to give up the things that they're doing in their life because they people in church tell them they can't do those things if they're going to go to church, right? And i I wonder if I don't if I don't do those things. Again, not because just to get into church, but because now that I'm there and understand, I'm like, ah, that's not, you know, I'm not, it's not helping me. It's not, yeah. I'm not moving forward if, in that. If, if there's no verse in the, in the Bible that calls something sin, then we shouldn't call it sin either. But if there's a definition in the scriptures for something that God calls sin, then we can't let it go. We can't just say, well, you can continue to do that. How many things are there? I mean, it's probably a shorter list. I mean, we've got the 10, right, for sure, that we know for sure. But a lot yeah. of people could be like, I'm not killing anybody or thieving anything or burgling right. houses or coveting women. So am I good? Am I good? You know, so is it just 10 or is there more than that? Yeah, well, the numbers... Well, I, ahead, there's Sean. more than 10. I mean, there's... Yeah. And yes, there's not as many as you think, but there's still a lot. One time you of, said, there's a lot of things that people are doing that they know are wrong. Here's the thing. Right. Like God gave us 
the conviction of the Holy Spirit, we call it your conscience. There's people who they, they Always know. Always let your conscience be your guide. Jiminy Cricket? There's no? people okay. who they know. If you could quote anyone Disney and I wouldn't know it. Yeah. I knew we, Scott. We, we, I, Scott. Scott and I connected. We covered that we on the last yeah, we did. set. Yeah, because you're an idiot. I just <laughs> can't. Because I'm a grown-up. <laughs> Whatever. Potato, potato. I don't, I don't think of anything that I've ever had someone tell me I can't do that I willingly stop doing. Like, I don't want somebody else to tell me, you can't do this, you can't do that. When I first got saved, I loved to smoke weed. I yeah. loved, I mean, I'd try to eat the smoke. Like, I loved <laughs> smoking weed. And I would smoke it in any way I could do it. And I had a dude tell me, well, you can't be saved and smoke weed. I was a new enough believer. I was like, well, I just won't be saved then. Mm. I love smoking weed. But then I started to think about that. And I started to like listen inside, if you would. And the more I got to like, I wouldn't say the more I got to know Jesus. I think the more I hung out with him. Like yeah. I started to be a guy who prayed. Right. And yeah. for me, especially in the beginning, prayer was prayer was prayer was more complicated in the beginning than it is now. Like prayer for me now is like super relational and probably a lot less formal than a lot of people would think that a pastor's prayer life would be. But I just started to have these feelings, bro, where it was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't smoke weed anymore. So about a year into being saved, I'd stop smoking weed. And I haven't smoked it since. Hmm. But I didn't stop smoking it because Dan Cuno, the dean of students at Trinity right. Bible College of the Assemblies of God, told me I can't go to heaven and smoke weed. Yeah. I stopped doing right. it because I feel now, looking back 25 years later, I feel like the Lord told me to stop smoking weed. Right. And there, it wasn't well, there like in the book. And there wouldn't just, be yeah. like a commandment specifically against that, right? Yeah. But there are several places where... There's, where uh, the different authors of scripture tell us to be sober-minded, hmm. um, and you can't be sober-minded and high, you can't be sober-minded and drunk. Right. You can't. And the reason why we should be sober-minded is because we all know whether you believe in the Bible or not, you know when you're not sober-minded, mm -hmm. you do you make bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. You start talking differently, you yes. talk more, or right. you talk less. You know, whatever it is, is yep. your proclivity. Right. Yep. You when you're intoxicated by something, right. you're, yep. you're, you're uninhibited. Right. Yeah, you change. Right. So the idea of being sober-minded, then you get into the question of why are people trying to not be sober-minded? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's because they're generally trying to escape something in their lives that they don't want to think about. Yep. So- and that's the no. part. And so I, I, for me, if someone asked me, I would tell you that's the part that God wants to address. Totally. Like he, it breaks his heart as our father that we're hurting in such a way that we have to keep covering up right. our hurt or our pain or the things we've tried right. to forget. What are you running away from? Yeah. Let's well, fix I, that. I think yeah. more people would be drawn to church or to a synagogue if the pastor or the, or the rabbi yeah. approached it in that way rather than yeah. I don't know how to or I'm not comfortable to or I... I don't want to take the time to address the thing that's inside you yeah. that makes you want to do that. The hurt, the pain. Right. Do, do I want to take the this process that it's going to take to really get down to the motherboard of what's causing this misfire in your life? And am right. I willing to take the time to dismantle that and then 
rewire that the way that somebody else did in my life. Like there's people in my life who didn't always speak kindly to me, but they always spoke lovingly to me. Yeah. And those are some of the things that have stuck in my mind. Like some of the some of the things that weren't what I wanted to hear. Like when you hear me quote Pastor Buntain, Sonny pointed out to me probably two years ago, she said, do you ever realize that everything that you quote that pastor said to you personally was never like positive? <laughs> like black is slimming, you should wear it always. <laughs> That's not- Which explains why you're always in black. Always in black. That's why my uniform- <laughs> Do grease stains help? Is a black t-shirt. If it's black, though. That's the question. But what I look back on is all Pastor Buntain was trying to do was tell me to stop being fat and stop disrespecting myself. And so what is it that you're trying to cover up? Because when you go to Walmart and the bakery has those cream horn things that you mm. want to buy them and eat them all in the car yeah. before you get home. Mm. Like if you throw away a wrapper so that you're- spouse doesn't that's see it that's a sin bro like like you know you are feeling the conviction of that so you could be smoking a as we'd call it back in the day you could be smoking an l or you could be eating cream horns from walmart and there's that yeah if you feel like you've got to hide inside it. of you where you're like bro like like when i'm around my son i won't have soda because he 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 like gets on to me about it huh so I don't really want to drink soda anyway, but sometimes I just want to drink a soda. Yeah. But when I drink soda now, I go, well, why is it that I wouldn't drink it in front of him, but I would drink it when he's not here? That seems so wonky that I, that I wouldn't do that. And so as faith leaders, I think we look at it and we go, no, like, like what is it that we have to do? Which is why journey to wholeness is a big thing yep. for us, right? Like, let's get to the core of it. What is the right. root of it? Where were you arrested in development where yeah. were you fixated and how do we figure that out because i i love you enough that i'm i'm really sorry that you right feel like you need to get intoxicated every saturday night i don't yeah. like that for you yeah. bro it's like the woman at the well right and, and jesus says to the woman at the well like you're you're you've been married five times and the one you're with now is not your husband right is he like is he being loving in that moment yeah. well yeah because he's saying to her what is it inside of you yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah. you're running away from that you keep having sex with all of these men who are not good for you yeah. and are not, you keep committing yourself to people who aren't going to commit to you. You know, it's just a que- like, it's a, it's a question. Like, I mean, I guess you could go back to that guy or we could have a conversation where you yeah. Yeah, where so I can loving, give you living water. Perhaps unkind, Right. But definitely loving. I think it's I think it's uh, straightforward. I think it's honest, and I think that's those are aspects of love that we don't really want to think about. We just want to like, no nah, man, you do whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. But nobody likes bowing to the porcelain throne, yeah. and, and throwing up in it. But we say right? do whatever makes like, you happy. But we know and they know it doesn't make them happy. Right. That's the key, right? right? You have fooled yourself into thinking that that this temporary salve that you're putting on an open wound totally. is healing you, it's but it's not something. healing you. It's just prolonging your suffering. Yeah. And so at what point yeah. do we say- but, and, You're but putting like, off healing. I think people look at us as like faith leaders and they're like, these 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 dudes are are religious as we use it in the negative connotation right. or these these dudes are legalistic and- I think that's part of this 
podcast is this idea that, bro, we're not, we're not legalistic, but we are loving. And so I have to love you enough to tell you, bro, you need to stop yeah. doing that. You need to stop acting like that. And I want people to do that to me too. So I've, I've invited people yeah. into my life to say things like that to me. So like if I'm, if I'm being a D-bag to my wife, then somebody needs to say, bro, yeah. Why are you treating her like that? Like, yeah. like I came home from a flight yesterday and my son, who's 17, that's, he's my dog, man. He said to me last night, we're trying to watch This Is Us, which is my show. Don't say nothing about I it. I love that show. And so my son looks at me and, and he was kind of laughing when he said it. But he's like, why is it every time you come back from a trip, you're pissed off? Yikes. And I was like, Bro, I'm not pissed off. He's like, well, then stop acting like it. <laughs> I was like, touche. Yeah. Right. And I knew, like, I'm tired. I want to watch this show. I want all of you to shut up. I want my dog to stop bringing me stuff. <laughs> but my dog's like, bro, I haven't seen you yeah. in three days. I yeah. missed you. Play, rather bro. than, rather than looking at it like, bro, I, I got... Two teenage kids who in a couple years are going to wish that they would want to communicate with me. But rather than looking at the word, you know, like them calling me as a positive thing, I'm like wrapped up in this thing that's on demand and I can watch anytime that I want. And right. like I could watch this while they're at school tomorrow. Yep. But like right now, I'm like, bro, I just got off this flight. You yeah, know, I, I deserve Jesus this. And, the little mini. and this is where the man-made stuff comes in, right? So you take something like that. And you say, okay, so I'm angry every time I come home from a trip. So I'm not going on trips anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yep. like, a, I, yeah. like, I can't. Extremist. I, right. And that's where the like, you know, you can't drink alcohol. You can't do, you can't smoke cigars. You can't do, right. like, there's all these lists that people have of, you know, um, and, and none of those things are the problem. The, the issue is you could continue to travel and yeah. just be cognizant of the fact yep. that your family is viewing you as angry when you get home. So stop being angry. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? On the drive from the airport to the house, like start telling yourself, but we try to make people wear our armor, right? Like we're like, right. hey, bro, like because I can't handle that, that doesn't mean that you can't handle that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it used to bother me when dudes would say, well, like, I'm not convicted about that. And I was like yeah. legalistic enough where I'd be like, well, you should be convicted by that. And I'm like, well, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't have to be, but I know that there's certain substances that if I were to get around that, I couldn't handle it. Right. So right. maybe I should stay away from that at least until I can handle it. It's funny you say that because just the other day, <clears throat> my, uh, my daughter who's 15 had her friend over Hannah, who's very sweet. But Hannah um, struggles with anxiety and depression and stuff. And so she's, you know, she sees people and she's, you know, medicated. And I have a soft spot for her because a lot of that stuff I experience. Anyway, we got to talking, somehow we got onto the idea of wine or something. And uh, I said, you know, Hannah, people like with heads like ours and hearts like ours probably shouldn't drink a lot of wine or anything else because I, like, I know like how fast it is when you're, depressed or when you're uh, desperate or when you're anxious, like alcohol just accelerates that. Mm. And so, um, and so, and that's something that I know. And so like I, so I don't drink because I just, I don't, I don't want to accelerate the thing that I always, you know, so, but it's different from my friend, Matt, right. Where a beer or two doesn't affect Matt. Right. Or mm, a, a, I don't even like beer, whiskey. Right. Well, whiskey. I'm not half man enough to drink whiskey, but 
Like, it just burns. I hate yeah. that feeling. Jack and Coke, man. <laughs> Delicious. Anyway. I mean, at this point, it's Jack and like Coke Zero. But this idea about conviction, right, and shame. You said shame earlier, and I love yeah. that because I never, I never connected that. Because there's some things that, like you, if I have a, a quick trip bag of cheese curds that I bought, like, on my front seat, but Kate's car, my wife's car is right next to my car. I don't want her to see that thing of cheese curds, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to throw that away. And so if I feel shame about it. That's a Green Bay thing. Cheese curds. Yep. Cheese curds are uh, little nuggets of cheese that you can get them breaded and deep fried and then they're delightful. Mm. Anyway, my point is, is that I'm, I feel shame for it for a reason. It's a problem for me for a reason. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the part of me that I need to know. And that's the part that God needs me to know. If it's something that we need to hide, then it's something that it's, it's worth looking into. And it's, we don't, right. we don't want to ever take the time to get to know ourselves. Well, and that's the point where it becomes legalism. Legalism is when you recognize something for yourself and then you tell everyone else that they have to do it yeah, your you can't way. Eat cheese curds. Worse, God said, but God only said to you. Yep. Right. It doesn't mean it's true for everybody else. Yeah. Um, there's there's more than commandments, specific commandments. Um, the Torah set up as wisdom principles. There's principles you're supposed to carry into how you treat your decisions. And legalism is when you say, you know, I. God told me not to eat cheese curds. And so that means no one yep. is allowed to eat cheese curds. Yeah, I have a, I have you know, a it's prophetic like that, word. It's like that yeah. simple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dig that. Well, I like when I like when when God tells us that, if we can communicate it, that God told us that. Totally. And so maybe That's there's someone in here. Like I'll say yeah. that in a certain. So maybe there's someone in here, and maybe you feel like the Lord has been saying that to you too. Like yeah. I, I, st- I a couple years ago I started doing these chapels outside of outside of Life Church, and they weren't Life Church guys. And, and uh, one of the guys who was kind of one of the organizers, after a couple of those chapel services, he came up to me and he said, you know, I've never, it's interesting to me that you talk about yourself so much. Mm. And I said, lean into that for me. Like, yeah. do you think I talk about, like, do you think I'm being self-centered? Do you think, he goes, oh, no, 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 I don't mean it like that. But, like, I came across, like, like I was talking too much about myself. And he said, I've never been around a minister who will use his shortcomings yeah. right. as an example of like may, maybe this will free. And so rather than saying, hey, God said you're not supposed to eat cheese curds, I love this approach that says, so I was, I was with the Lord the other day, which first of all, that lets people know that you guys hang out. Yep. So I was with the Lord the other day and he was talking to me about cheese curds. And maybe you don't have any problem with cheese curds. But maybe your cheese curds are this, or maybe they're that. Or have yep. you have you taken the time to hang out with God and find out what that thing is for you? Like to me, that's the 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 angle of it. And I know that there's some people who do need they need their own rails, right? Yeah. Totally. They they need to be kept in the lines. And and so there are and and there's some people that they have some proclivities that they got from other people, right? Like like my my parents. Um, before I was born, they were big alcoholics and they smoked three, four packs of cigarettes a day. And so my two oldest brothers, they would have had more of a propensity to do that, but it wasn't because it was genetic. It was because it was environmental for them. Yeah, modeled. Like, like, Like my parents lived in a duplex and their, their landlords who lived in the next duplex were an outlaw biker gang. 
That's a different environment, right? <laughs> and so my, my brothers, eight mile, they would know that there's a propensity to that. And so my oldest brother, Daryl, he doesn't drink at all, at all. And, and it's not because he's not allowed to. It's just because he knows a little goes a long way. Yeah. But for me, a little doesn't go a long way. Like if I drink a glass of scotch, I don't go, I'm going to have this thing in a paper bag in the passenger seat of my car. Yeah. And I, I just. Right. Or bottles stashed everywhere. Yeah. Like I have, I have liquor in my house. But the fact that I have liquor in my house means I haven't drank at all. Like yeah. I just, I just yeah. like, I, I have a, I have a bottle at my house uh, of George Dickel. It was like the number one mm-hmm. whiskey in the world a couple of years ago won some contest, and and I I bought a bottle of it. Man, I've had that, I've had that bottle for for two something years, and it's mm. still sitting there. I've tried it three times. <laughs> Matt's drank more of it than me, right? Barry has drank more of it than me. That's right. You put me and Barry together. Weren't you? Weren't you in my in my lounge? You and Sean Booth from Ireland, or was that Barry and Sean Booth from Ireland? That was me. Yeah. Yeah. You take an Irishman from Dublin. Uh, Yeah. And give him a bottle and a southern boy from Knoxville, Tennessee, (laughs) and you leave him in a room. Uh oh, dangerous. That turns into that's the highway to the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Man. That's awesome. Hey, listen, thanks for joining us in this episode of uh, Pastor and Rabbi Walk Into a Bar. We uh, appreciate um, you're joining us. If you enjoy this podcast, we'd love it if you would share it with your friends or if you could subscribe or review uh, this podcast, any one of your favorite podcast channels. That does a lot for us to make sure that more and more people can hear the real life, sort of genuine, authentic approach to our faith from the kind of guys that do it for a living. So thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>